Hi everybody, I'm gonna try and not hold my phone <laughs> and see if I can record okay without it. Maybe I should have done like a sound test or something, but let's give it a go. Uh, sorry that it's taken me so long to do another podcast. I have been absolutely champing at the bit to come and do another one. I've got so many episodes flowing through my head and ideas that I want to discuss with you all. Uh, I'm just coming up to the end of doing my bachelor's degree, which has been a long, intense four years. Um, and I'm literally in my last week, so that's <laughs> that's why I've not been on here. It's been pretty intense with the essay writing, but I found an opportunity and I thought I would grab it this evening to come and talk to you all. I'm going to move you again because I don't think it's going to work like that. Hang on. There we go. Let's see if I can balance my phone. I just think it might be a bit. Yeah, that's probably better. Okay, so I'm here to talk about the no yeah nodal axis so the north node and the south node moving into gemini and sagittarius which is going to be happening on may the 6th of this year and it will be there for uh, roughly just under two years um so it's going to be there until january the 18th 2022 more like 18 months sorry <laughs> math's not my strong point um i'm trying to write details down before i start podcast so that i've actually got specifics for you so you can kind of track it with your own chart and see how the symbolism plays out for you um so i put a story out on instagram earlier about the moon which is currently in gemini this weekend and I said in it that because this is a really important thing with astrology and it's something I didn't realize until relatively recently and I think it's really super important because this this piece of information means that you can relate every astrological transit that's happening to yourself and see how you can best utilize the energies of the planets to have the best life that you can basically um so basically when the so this north node moving into gemini may the 6th this year is going to be transiting somewhere in your natal birth chart um, a really good resource for this if you, you're you not looking to have someone do your birth chart. Um, if you are, then you can come and ask me and I can help you out. Um, which Midheaven Moon Rising on Instagram. Uh, and I th I've got a shop on Etsy as well. Sorry, I was just thinking through the website. Um, website's kind of a bit funny at the moment. <laughs> if anyone wants to give me some lessons on Wix, Wix websites, uh, please feel free to get in touch. <laughs> so at the moment it's Instagram, Midheaven Moon Rising and my Etsy shop, same name. Um, yeah, but if, if you're looking for a resource to check these things out yourself um, because you want to learn astrology and I really encourage people to do that because I find it really exciting. It's something I look at every day of my life um, and I find it really informative. I find it really 
helpful in terms of self-care. Um, it's a bit like you can kind of categorize everything, um, put everything into boxes. So if you like systems and organization, <laughs> I'm not saying you need to be like that to be into astrology. Um, there's a really fantastic, I knew I was going to go off on tangents. Sorry, it's been a while since I've spoken to you guys and I'm really excited. There's <laughs> um, someone really great for astrology, which isn't so categorized, um, but still makes a lot of sense, is a lady called Molly McCord. She does regular YouTube video updates. Um, I think she calls them podcasts, but I haven't found her podcast yet, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist out there somewhere. Um, but she is on social media as well as Moxie Molly 11, which is M-O-X-I-E-M-O-L-L-Y 11, uh, double one, not the word 11. Um, and she does, her shows are called Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. And she is more like a channel. So she goes with the, um, Sorry, my husband's just, <laughs> I'm sitting in my car recording this. My husband's just gone to the back door when after I left him a note to say where I was going. <laughs> so just waving. Um, yeah, she's like an intuitive channel. So she harnesses what she knows. She's, you know, highly, highly skilled in astrology. And she harnesses what she knows about astrology and uses her connection with, you know, God, source, spirit, the universe, connection, like divine intervention, not in intervention, divine connection. Um, and she kind of blends the two. So it's really cool because she'll, I kind of like it, even though I like systems as well, but I, I like a kind of blend of the two really, because she'll, she'll start a podcast episode or a YouTube video about I don't know, new moon in Taurus, like the one we've just had. Um, and it will be entitled that. And then 25 minutes later, you know, you're off talking about tales of Atlantis and, you know, deep under the sea and past, um, oh, you know, collectives of people. Blimey, what are they called? Tribes, that's that sort of thing. And she she regularly kind of connects with, with spirit and and she says things like, oh, you know, they're telling me to, to talk about this and that and the other. And it's really fantastic. And it's a really great way of understanding astrology. Then you get people that are more categorized, um, like Pam Gregory, for example. She does less frequent YouTube videos, but her information is like top notch. Um, she does a new moon and a full moon one every month. So they're really great to rely on and really she helps helps you connect the the lunation cycles to your own experience in life and with the moon ruling my chart i really find following the moon cycles really important for me and if i feel that i can make their energies work to my advantage um and to like their best abilities and my best abilities then I'm going to do that and she's great at, at making all of that information readily available then of course I didn't realize this is going to be like an advert for other astrologers <laughs> oh blimey <laughs> other astrologers are available 
Um, then there's the Leo King. He is just such a laugh. If you haven't heard about him, um, he's fantastic. On Instagram, he's the Leo Kingdom. Um, so T-H-E-L-E-O-K-I-N-G-D-O-M. And then on YouTube, he's the Leo King. He's also got a his own TV um, channel kind of thing. He's got his own media company um, called High Vibe TV. Um, and with it, you get an app and things. And honestly, he puts so much content out. He is just absolutely incredible the amount of information that he shares with i mean it's like it is his life's work you know sharing astrology with people and also um he he has a lot of free content and then high vibe is paid for but if you check out his free content um something that's come up uh, in the last week is that he did this like a prediction show um on friday what day is it the 25th friday the 24th i think in uk time anyway friday the 24th of april 2020 and he's put out his predictions for like the next however long and just the trailer for that show it's half an hour long um which you can access on high vibe uh you can also get a free trial for that um media company package his his tv channel as well um and just the free um advert trailer for for this paid for show that he did about the predictions is all about the predictions that he's made in the last kind of 10 years um and they are just absolutely mind-blowing um yeah i was chatting with a friend about this and i was like i literally i'm astounded i just don't even I can't even fathom like how just so specific he is to the current situation and there's so much with coronavirus and some one of the really interesting things he said probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from that is that in throughout history when Saturn and Pluto meet in the sky like they did in uh, on January the 12th of this year and uh they will retrograde back to kind of be in close proximity to one another so their their energies are going to be felt throughout this year but the exact conjunction which is the one that astrologers have been talking about for years was on january the 12th and he said whenever they meet they bring a plague to the world and you know what else would you call coronavirus other than a plague you know it's affecting everybody it's an on mass thing and you know with neptune in pisces right now the fact that it's an invisible thing um really connects to you know that that planetary thing as well and i've just looked at my phone and it's told me 11 11 again and those numbers are really following me so it's like a real having a real week of synchronicity this week and um every time i do anything to do with astrology and spirituality i keep getting all these funny signs and i'm getting goose pimples right now just talking about it um so i really hope that these podcasts and the content that i share on instagram is helpful to you guys um i'm trying to make it more personal to to each of you 
so if there's ways that you think that I can do that um you know obviously I can't do your whole birth chart and things um for free um I would love to be able to do that but you know girls gotta eat right <laughs> um so I you know I do do the paid for birth charts and current transits uh, year ahead transits moon cycles those sorts of things um but I you know I give give away as much free stuff as possible so last weekend um I did a special a special offer where I gave away five kind of mini readings to people and they that was a great process for me to go through because they became like an an alchemized an alchemized spiritual offering of tarot and astrology and oh god I, I loved every minute of it it was so so exciting to me to to blend the two together and just you know f you know kind of find find the best way to offer this information out to people as well and I love writing so you know one of my favorite things in the whole world is to sit and write you know a massive document of something that I know about you know so like a birth chart reading or something like that or a novel or a lengthy poem or something like that um but I have to understand I had a fantastic reading god I'm really going off on tangent I'm sorry I'm, I'm gonna try and link it all back because it is all relevant but to the nodes the north node in Gemini coming up but I had a fantastic reading from intuitive reading uh, which involved tarot and oracle cards from Christina Saloy and she is on Instagram as well um, I think that's probably the best way to connect to her I believe her website and um, her tarot offerings and intuitive readings are all available via her Instagram page as well actually she's got one of those great link tree things that connects everything in like a really organized way which is what I need to do with my <laughs> with my page I'm just trying to work out how to get link tree to talk to my Instagram anyway um she gave me a fantastic reading earlier this year and I was really struggling with you know I'm a mum to a fairly fairly young child at the moment he's not even two yet and it's been a really intense process becoming a mum and kind of you know allowing the birth of my mum self to kind of come forth and my kind of go-to in the past when I've been in stressful situations um, has always been my career like I love to to kind of you know shoot the arrow of new ideas and run off and really sort of go for it and set up new projects and it just felt like that energy was really blocked right now well back then anyway this was earlier in the year and so I reached out to Christina for a reading and um I just think yeah on on instagram she's christina and then saloy which is s-a-l-o-i-s -I, I believe and um she always comes back with such fantastic information and i really feel like she gets me you know she really understands i can't recommend her strongly enough um and what she said to me was that you know the writing was great and you know she is a person that really appreciates the kind of art of writing but that perhaps um what's 
what's kind of appropriate for the current age that we live in is that people read less they're kind of getting lazier aren't they you know we all are I say they I'm a part of it <laughs> we all are and if we know that we can watch a video whilst we're doing something else this is what she was saying actually if some it's like utilizing that time when people can do two things at once so if you know that someone's going to be driving along um, and they know they've got half an hour in the car then they can listen to an audio file um, or if you know I often go out for a run and I listen to uh, podcasts that I love and I listen to YouTube videos and things like that I don't think I've listened to music but I've been running for like months now which is crazy because I used to be obsessed like no I'm, I, I can only run if I've got music and you know very strict conditions and now it's all kind of out the window because I just feel like I'm a sponge right now for all of this information uh, with astrology and, and intuition and spiritual connection um, but yeah and she really got me thinking and her the, the two readings that I've had from her so far came through as an audio file and I was like oh I don't really know I remember receiving the file weirdly on it came through on the 12th of January this year <laughs> So at the Sato Pluto conjunction, I received this reading that literally changed my life. Um, there goes the goose pimples again. Uh, was, you know, and it turns out that we actually, it's a great connection that we have between us. And I feel like we're learning so much from one another, from having met and, you know, we're across the ocean to each other. You know, she's in America and I'm in the UK, but it just, you know when you connect with somebody and it, it just feels right and I've, I've never really had that on Instagram I mean social media you know literally the last place that I would think to look for for friends but there we have it <laughs> and um, yeah it's pretty crazy and that is actually linked to the North Node in Gemini so we're only 18 minutes in and I've uh, <laughs> touched on the, the topic of this of this podcast <laughs> oh my goodness I love a ramble sorry I just love love chatting to you guys and like I said earlier I just get really excited um but yeah that's like one of the biggest messages that I took from from my reading with her was that utilize that time when people can't necessarily sit down and, and read you know people I, f I think reading's quite ceremonial people kind of think okay if I'm going to sit and read a book, I need to be sitting in this chair and I need to have this drink by my side and I need to have total silence and I need to be on my own in the house and blah, 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 blah. I need to be at the beach and when, you know, the waves crashing in the distance and stuff. And it's quite specific, like in a way, maybe we have to plan, plan that. Saying that, I read every day, but I, for me to sit down and read a book um, isn't very it's not as likely as me sitting and reading an article on online at the moment because it's just the way that life is going you know I've always got my phone on me which I wish I didn't because <laughs> I, I see that it causes problems as well but I'm constantly researching you know I've got a strong Scorpio vibe in my birth chart and I love to dig out information and you know get get as much as I can um, about a subject you know or things that really I find exciting and that drive me so with that in mind 
this idea of of how to deliver readings so that people can be doing something else at the same time her readings i don't know if i've said this already sorry her readings come through as an audio file and just backtracking a bit um when i received it i was like oh this is strange i don't know what this person's gonna sound like i don't know you know how long this is gonna last just because i didn't look at how long it was gonna last it's just you know <laughs> um it did say um and i was just like Oh, I, I get really paranoid when I get like voice messages. Well, I used to, I don't anymore, but voice messages and videos sent to me because I'm like, oh my God, what, what, what is this going to contain? You know, and I've always been slightly kind of phobic of telephone calls because I don't know what the information is going to be that's going to be delivered. Um, I think I find that really challenging. I always worry, you know, if I don't know that I've got a phone call coming, it can really kind of throw me off guard. And I find it quite difficult to answer the phone sometimes because basically I worry what I'm going to say if um if I can't plan a response you know if it just comes out naturally I worry that I'm going to upset people because I've done that in the past so yeah um so with this reading I didn't I didn't know what to expect so it was really exciting it was also terrifying but obviously I just kind of hit play and went for it as soon as it landed in my in my dropbox and afterwards I was just like that is like beyond my expectations of any reading because I thought to myself I don't know how readings online work I've only ever had them face to face um, I've had a Skype reading from an astrologer I've had lots of tarot readings from people nearby to me face to face and um, you know given readings to friends and things face to face but it's this kind of integration of communication abilities and the media which which is really the way that we all need to go and that is you know this this energy surrounding us right now of moving into the north node in gemini south node sagittarius axis um also venus is in gemini this year um and we're having a Venus retrograde and they only happen, I think it's every two years. Um, so they're, you know, they're relatively rare um, and significant. So they can bring up issues of, you know, love, uh, relationships, the things that we value. And whenever something retrogrades, it just makes us focus on the energies of that planet more. So with Venus, it is relationships. Uh, finances, values, um, just to kind of check that we, we're we still on the path that we need to be on. And in Gemini, it's all about communications, your locality, um, short distance travel, witty, cracking, cracking a good joke, wittiness, humour. Um, so, yeah, um, we're currently in north node in cancer south node in capricorn and we have been for like the last two years um 18 months sorry so this has been a real time of the leo king puts this so well he says that yeah of course with like you know the north no no yes sorry the 
bear with me. Is it the North Node in Cancer? Yeah, it is. No, North Node in Capricorn. Hang on, I've really confused myself. Sorry, I just had to check the facts. <laughs> and I'm going to replace my phone in this really precarious position on my steering wheel. Not driving, by the way, parked up <laughs> in my on my driveway at home. Yeah, North Node in can Cancer, South Node in Capricorn. And what the Leo King says is that, of course, what we want, you know, what we really would love right now. And he's like, you know, I'd love to tell you this was going to be the case. You know, that we want all that Cancerian stuff, that that connection with family and to feel all lovely and cuddles and, you know, Cancer's about the mother as well. So that kind of maternal connection with life. But what we need for the development of now is to embrace the Capricorn and to you know this isn't a time for cuddles and and gentleness and there there it's all going to be all right it's about it's about huge change it's about showing up in the world for who you truly are meant to be right now and if you're not willing to do that then the astrology says that you know see you later you know it's not this lifetime ain't going to be for you anymore you know it's it's just about having that real authenticity about being brave enough to look at your life look at yourself and think am I on the right path am I sharing my time with the right people am I doing the right job obviously I know we're all in, all in lockdown right now so it's all a bit tricky it kind of times aren't aren't usual right now but you know, there's no greater time to be assessing your life than this lockdown. There's a lot of thinking time right now. And if you can focus some of that thinking time and, you know, it, I should imagine that a lot of people are panicking, they're nervous, they don't know where the next bit of money is going to come from, they don't know if they're going to have a job to go back to and all of these things. And I think if you can try and change it up a bit to see this as a really positive time in which you can reconnect with yourself and tune in to that spiritual connection tune in to that guidance you know call call your angels in and your spirit guides and ask for help if you're if you're struggling and you know ask for that deep connection where is it that you you need to be and this isn't just from a selfish standpoint I think that's ultimately that isn't what we're talking about here this is about the collective this is about you know the world coming together right now and taking on the government you know the Capricorn energies are the government and the structures and seeing if they still work for us all and I don't know but I think this virus has really made me think that governmental collapse could actually happen and that's something that I've never considered in my lifetime and it won't just be in the place that I live you know it's going to be all over the world and is there a new world order coming you know how are we going to how are we all going to live our lives from now on? It's not going to go back to how it was. People keep talking, you know, myself included sometimes. Oh, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. And it's like, 
they're not going to go back to normal. Like, that's it. That part of our lives is, you know, for want of a better word, is dead. Pluto has transformed it. And I don't think it's ever going to be the same again. And the North and the South Nodes are all about fate. They're about the soul's journey. And moving into Gemini Sagittarius, it's, God, I just feel like it's screaming at me and it's blatantly obvious, you know, Sagittarius, where we've come from, you know, the things, the South Node is, okay, so this, uh, just to clarify, um, North Node in Gemini, obviously not everybody's going to have that. Um, So you need to check in your chart. Did I mention astro.com earlier? That's what I meant to mention at the beginning of that long spiel about... um, all the great people online that I follow. Um, Astro.com, you can go on there as a guest user and you can input your birth details. You do need your birth time, accurate birth time, and where you were born as well. And it can um, simulate, is that the word? Generate. It can generate your birth chart for you. Um, And there's lots of glyphs and things to get used to and to learn. so yeah, if you have any trouble with understanding any of that, just give me a message because I'm more than happy to try and guide you a bit with that. Um, so everybody has a north and a south node in something else. But the, the cool thing, in different signs I mean, but the cool thing about the north and the south node is that in a way there's only really kind of six pairings because if you've got the north node in Gemini and the south node in Sagittarius as I have um, and other 36 year olds will have and 18 year olds and 54 year olds I believe Um, that's about as much maths as I can do right now Um, but like I said go to astro.com and check it out and you can find your own um, north south nodes but yeah because you've got that polarity So, for example, my mum has North Node Sagittarius, South Node Gemini. So between us, we've kind of, (laughs) we've got the axis sorted. So she's coming from a place of Gemini energies and she needs to master the Sagittarian energies in this lifetime. And I'm coming from the place of the Sagittarian energies and need to master the Gemini energies. So in a way you really only need to know the kind of six pairings um they're always opposite signs uh blimey maybe i could test myself and go through them so there's gemini sag cancer capricorn taurus scorpio aries libra uh pisces virgo aquarius let's just Blimey, staring into space. Aquarius, Leo. And then we're back, aren't we? To Capricorn, Cancer. Yeah. So you just need to know kind of six, really, because you're always going to be at one end of the, the polarity. So the North Node, 31 minutes into this podcast, <laughs> is all about our soul's journey. It's a very fated position in the birth chart it's not a planet it's i wrote some notes down on this because the technical stuff uh sometimes throws me a bit um 
so it's the moon's orbit and the plane of the ecliptic it's where they converge so the ecliptic is basically the astrological no it's not it's the the path of the sun i think anyway it's you can google it uh, you can get great images of it. it all of that really throws me um but basically it's what you need to know about the north node is that it's a point in the sky so a mathematical point that is derived from your birth time your moon placement and a couple of other placements and it's where all of these points meet and it's it's a bit like the the fateful position in your chart and your south node is where you've come from um and that's not just in a previous life not not just a single previous life that is lo lots of previous lifetimes so that is your soul's journey um and it's something that you're really comfortable with and it's behaviors that are integrated into your into your life and it's like fallbacks where you fall back um to feel more comfortable so your comfort zone and it's it's basically the polarity is your kind of personal karmic imbalance um and the trick is to really embrace the nodes and understand your nodes so that you can focus your energies towards the north node to get the most amount of joy out of this lifetime so you know it's no it's no kind of laughing matter it's no kind of simplistic topic it's a biggie and the north node in gemini is all about short short journeys communications um you know the internet it's quick thinking so it can assimilate a lot of information quickly um and it's you know the gemini's that i know they love to talk um and they love to talk about kind of stuff that that they find interesting um you might find a couple of gemini's that i know tend to zone out if what you're talking about doesn't interest them <laughs> not mentioning any names but that it's because there's so much mental activity going on um that you know there's whole stories going on in their minds whilst they're talking to you so it's almost like they don't have the capacity to and and they are very good at it i mean this is much better than you know like piscean energy energy that just merges but maybe feels way too much into something you know the the gemini gemini sign is ruled by mercury so it's all about how many ways can we communicate you know and it's playing a movie in your head whilst discussing the meaning of life whilst playing the guitar whilst making a cup of tea whilst you know making dinner it's doing multiple things at once the way that i think we're going to see the see the nodal axis shift play out and i feel really strongly about this and it's happening isn't it so it's not like i'm any kind of sorcerer of information this is just i'm reading my current situation our current situation in this world and this is just the way it's going to go um is that you know all of the say the south south node in sagittarius you know all the 
that's all about long distance travel, philosophy, um, meeting with other cultures, immersing yourself in things that you know nothing about to fully experience life. And I love travel. You know, I love going on a really long plane journey to a place where I don't know the language and I don't know any of the people and I don't know how I'm going to eat that night. Like there's something really exciting about that. And this, the South Node is there. So that's, that's, the sense of comfort you know where where we've all come from and like i was saying earlier about um, all these planetary energies affect all of us um if you find get your chart done you can find where sorry my voice is going hmm you can find where these planetary energies are going to be playing out in your birth chart so which which house house they're going to be in and therefore which area of life is going to be affected in these ways so that's a really exciting thing to research um and yeah so we're coming from a place so like all of the flights were grounded weren't they and i think there's very few flights or so we're being told anyway <laughs> whatever we can believe from the media right now flights are very limited right now um people for sure you know who was it earlier this year one of thomas cook um travel agent in the uk probably all over the world actually um went into administration and i remember it being a big deal on the news and lots of people lost their jobs uh and then you know all of the other airlines um you know started really hiking up their prices because that's how business works isn't it you know supply and demand i suppose so you know you'd look one day and i just did it because i was interested to see what the price change would be and i remember looking from hour to hour like i just put in a random flight because it's something i like to do just to think tell myself that i'm going to be going somewhere lovely even though i'm not really <laughs> going to be doing it that um in reality so and that's the thing to come back to as well is that ways that we can harness that south node energy to still kind of give us a sense of comfort whilst really embracing the north node energy i think it's important that we don't disassociate with the south node entirely because it's it's who we are and it's where we've come from and that needs honoring but it's about integrating it and kind of alchemizing it into into its polar sign and working working towards kind of healing healing um the way we approach life so that we can get ultimate joy there's a motorbike just going past my car <laughs> i didn't think there'd be any background noises in the, in my car um so yeah uh, flights flights are grounded um our ability to travel anywhere i mean we're all stuck in our homes so god i can't even go to the next city i can't drive to the beach which is half an hour away from where i live um i can't go and see my parents and they are in my locality they are you know 20 minutes walk down the road and i'm not even allowed to do that unless we're socially distanced and i can't go in the house all this kind of stuff and that's what we're all experiencing right now isn't it so with the North Node coming into Gemini, I think this is a kind of hint. Well, I know that this is a hint about what's to come. And when I say that we're not going back to the way that things were, 
this is what we're moving into is this idea of what's going to give us joy and what we're being forced to do right now and for the next few years at least is to create a new world where we are living within our small societies and in a way some people might view that as a step backwards but I think ultimately to heal the earth and to start making up for all of the shit that we've done to this earth over however many thousands and millions of years um sorry I'm thinking about dinosaurs now I'm thinking that they should take some of the rap for that as well <laughs> anyway this is where my brain goes um yeah I think this is because it's such a fated fated transit um this is what we need to do next in in our collective soul's journey to make sure that we still have a world to live in you know and i know there's been real drives ahead in people becoming more um more aware of kind of eco ways of doing things so like my business uh for the last four years has been running an eco cleaning company because i just felt like you know that was what needed to happen and i really was against using bleach and really strong chemicals to clean anything and then it turns out other people were thinking in the same way and then you know we've had loads of shops pop up where i live um which have been zero pack packaging shops so zero plastic zero waste and you go in with your containers and you weigh produce out and you you know fill up your tupperware or your paper bags or whatever and you come away and you know that you've made slightly less impact on the environment so i think it's really great that all of that has been happening and kind of brewing over the last few years but i also think that the earth is like ah that wasn't enough you know and actually what we really need is for planes not to be in the sky less cars to be on the road less emissions you know fucking up the world and our airways you know our breathing systems and asthma people that suffer from asthma and you know what the hell are we doing to ourselves and i sense the irony as i sit here in my car and record this you know um there needs to be a shift to living more simply and helping our neighbours. You know, Gemini is all about siblings as well, but also neighbours, you know, um, you know, sort of that kind of chit chat vibe with your neighbour over the garden wall or, you know, through the fence or whatever. And it's a sense of community as well. You know, Gemini, you know, it's an air sign. It, it loves to converse with people, loves to make mental connections. Um, you know, it's also music as well. And the Geminis can be quite dexterous. Um, I'm just getting an image now of like <laughs> everybody kind of sitting around campfires and playing guitars to each other and can you imagine that happening in like all the cities around the world that that is like the new saturday night 
is that instead of, hey, you know, everybody, look where I'm going. I'm going to this far-flung country and I'm going to be in Bali all weekend and I'm going to have an infinity pool. I'm going to take some great selfies and I'm going to really live a life of empty joyless existence because i haven't had enough likes on instagram for my photo in my infinity pool with my pina colada in my hand you know it's like that real sense of connection and local connection is coming together you know lighting a fire uh i don't know reading a book you know like book groups and things sharing information and wouldn't it be amazing if now what we're focusing on is you know, integrated time in our days when we don't have our mobile phones. You know, they have become an obsession. They've become a, a massive crux to everybody. And I'm so grateful to have grown up in a time before we had mobile phones or before they were a regular thing for people to own anyway. Um, and I remember, like, feeling bored and the things that you know, arose because of me feeling bored and the books that I read because of me feeling bored and, you know, the things that I did in my garden and thinking, all right, well, maybe I'll just get involved in planting a veg patch with my parents. There's nothing else to do and stuff like that. And I look back really fondly on those experiences and I just think we need to reconnect more with those things. Um, yeah, so I really feel that you know, we're not going to be able to do long distance travel for a long time. I don't think it's going to be accessible anymore. I just don't think no one's going to be able to afford it for a starter. Um, you know, the world is basically going to go into a massive amount of debt now, which just seems bizarre. I mean, I don't understand finances at all. Um, so I'm one of these people that's very much like, can we just print more money and give it to the people that need it? <laughs> I don't understand how it all kind of balances out. Um, but yeah, sorry, my brain is just going off on tangents right now. So I think that there's yeah there's that's it there's going to be no money so long distance flights i think i think the price of them are, is going to skyrocket anyway i think it's going to be off the charts i think it's going to be totally inaccessible to the masses and only available to the elite um so it's going to become a real elitist pursuit and i think we're not going to want to hear about that really are we you know hearing of just you know it's like going back to the times of having um i'm studying jane austen for my final uh final essay for the for my degree and it's about the gentry and aristocracy and you know she she lives in a time where I don't know, all of those things are really key anyway. And if you ever watch a, you know, a Jane Austen adaptation as a film or whatever, so like Pride and Prejudice on Mansfield Park or something, there's always grand country houses, isn't there? And there's like two people knocking about in them. <laughs> Rickety old like house, you know, kind of holding up this relationship or giving everybody the space to just get away from each other so they don't need to hold up the relationship and there's going to be no chance of that like north node in gemini is going to bring us all together it's going to keep us in our locality uh, i even think that you know potentially 
this is going to sound extreme, but like crossing borders into neighboring counties or what are they called in America? States, um, regions. Um, I think that will possibly have restrictions on it. I'm not saying we won't be allowed to do it, but I think it's not going to be as easy. I think a lot of our freedom, Sagittarius loves freedom. And I think a lot of that is going to be taken away from us, but ultimately for our greater good so that we can, it's going to be a time for learning about connecting again. And it's not just a heartfelt offering. Um, it's quite difficult for me to say that I've got a lot of water in my chart and everything feels like a heartfelt offering. But I've also got the sun in Aquarius, which is an air sign, which is about connecting on a mental level. And I think there does need to be a large degree of mental connection. I also find that during this lockdown, my mental acuity, I think is the word, is really rapidly draining. You know, you hear about people that do Sudoku and crosswords and things like that to stave off Alzheimer's and things like that. I know that sounds a bit extreme, but honestly, my ability to communicate is, it's really weakened and we've only been in lockdown. I think it's possibly five weeks now, um, in the UK at least. And I'm forgetting how to communicate. I'm also becoming more anxious about communicating. Um, I find that I'm losing my voice a lot and getting a sore throat. I think that's also because, because my verbal interactions have been massively increased in the last week. And it's something that I wasn't aware of until I started the podcast and the readings that my brother told me this because he's a musician um with the vocal cords people aren't you know radio djs they talk in a certain way and they talk at a certain pitch to prolong their voices you know sound waves for the length of that radio show so that they can get through an hour and a half or two hours or however long it is without starting to get croaky like I am <laughs> um and I because I'm get really passionate about things you know I, I really feel my throat kind of straining and uh, my tonsils kind of flare up a bit as well um and it's another reason that I've not done a podcast in a while because because of the increased mercurial energies I have been really struggling to be able to kind of hold a a long conversation I mean what are we really all talking about right now I'm having a lot of my thumbs getting a good workout on my phone I'm having lots of fantastic conversations um via messaging services and but on a daily basis you know I talk to my husband I talk to my son and at the moment my stepson is staying with us as well so I talk to him and he's got mercury in Gemini so he's just like blah, 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 blah. And he talks 10 to the dozen. He doesn't shut up. But so there's more talking there. But I mean, generally, we're not talking as much as I would usually talk in my daily life, um, verbally, verbal communications. So I think I'm going to try and wrap it up here. And I hope some of this has been helpful. And if, if some of it 
doesn't ever make sense you know if any podcast episode there's something that you think hey I, I don't quite get that please get in touch with me because one of my biggest aims with this podcast is, is to try and make astrology completely accessible to everybody and to explain it in such a way that it makes sense even if you can't grasp the kind of larger concepts if you can start small then you can build on that and so many people that that I know have said about astrology that it you know it really is a vocation for one and it's something that you start to study over the years and I'm a slow um assimilator of information it's only in this fourth year at the very end of my fourth year of my degree my university degree that I feel like I understand what it is that the university want from me in terms of essay kind of criteria. Um, and I remember my, my GCSEs, so my, um, my tests at the end of high school, they, they brought up a similar, a similar feeling for me and I remember getting an A in the end for French and it was totally bizarre because I'd been predicted to get a D for French and so um, just to make it clear like A is the top mark and D is barely a pass and I remember opening my results um, envelope and I was like I was predicted a D and I remember my mum was sitting in the car and she shouted out she was like the first thing we'd said after we opened the envelope, she was like, what, what, what did you get for French? Because she knew that I was just absolutely like depressed about the idea that I was going to get a D and that I just, you know, I was going to be rubbish at this thing. And, um, and I was like completely gobsmacked and just kind of stared at her. And she's like, what did you get for French? And I was like, an A? And she was like, what? <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> It was just so unexpected. And I remember like for years to come, I've been talking about this and talking with her and a friend that afternoon, because I remember she took me and one of my closest friends to the beach that afternoon. It was really lovely. And we just kind of breathed out and we're like, fuck, thank fuck that's over, you know, and oh, we've got everything we needed, you know, in terms of grades to move on in life. And it's such a big stress at that time, isn't it, in life? Um and I was just like, the thing is, I never understood why my French teacher expected me to be getting A's all the time when we were still learning the subject. And this is something that has driven me mad about education my entire life, I've realised. Because if you're still doing lessons, you're still taking in information, you're still developing... You're not going to master that until you've kind of done enough of it and you're at the point where you've taken in enough information to be able to kind of prove in a test or whatever that the information is there. So actually it's no surprise to me that on my very final assignment for my very final project with the um, university that it's only, to, you know, I spent the whole day today doing an essay and I feel like I can collate all of the information. So it's a very Gemini energy that 
I am thinking of quotes, I'm thinking of referencing, I'm thinking has my laptop got enough charge, has my phone got enough charge because I've got like 10 tabs open on my laptop, I've got 90 tabs open on my mobile phone. <laughs> Ridiculous, which has got loads of um, critic, what's that the word, Crit critical articles um, to do with you know, English, the subject matter. Um, and I'm making all these connections all the time. I'm thinking, am I using the right grammar? Have I put the, you know, the full stop in where it needs to be? Have I put quotation marks? Am I answering the question? Have I got the question up on a, on a tab? Like, yes, definitely. Have I got the referencing, you know, skills page up? Yep, I've got that there. And it's, you know, the moon's in Gemini today. And I really felt like for the first time in the four years, I'm bringing all of the information together, how it needs to be done for the university to recognise that I've, that I know what I'm talking about, that I've learned what I need to learn and that I'm ready to move on to the next chapter, um, whatever that may be, uh, probably not using my degree at all and really focusing on astrology because I just love it and it drives me and it fills me with joy. So there's that motorbike again, sorry. Um, and it's that idea of, you know, I've done the long in-depth studying of English literature and creative writing and now the Gemini energies come in, you know, linking it back to the nodes. And they're like, okay, but can you be doing 50 things at once? Can you do a bit of astrology? Like all the tabs open on my laptop and on my phone, you know. I have um, charts, birth charts up on my phone. I have links to um, university websites. I have, you know, photos that I've taken that day of my son. I've got audio files that I'm kind of gradually adding to to send to my friend because it's how we kind of send messages now on WhatsApp. I mean, that's another thing, isn't it? We're all, I mentioned in a previous podcast, there's all these courses and everything available online. And sorry, I'm speeding up because my podcast timer has now gone into the red and I'm like, oh, I'm going to run out of time. Um, yeah, and I've sort of thrown myself. What was I saying? Um, yeah, we're, there's so many courses online now. There's all there's so much information. I think there's a lot of shit information out there. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's about becoming really adept at sifting through the shit and finding the information that works for you and then committing to that information and communicating with people from your you know honest perspective and making new connections and that's what north node and gemini is going to be all about it's going to be using your mental acuity it's going to be staying in your locality and sort of relearning how to enjoy life within the limitations of you know very very restricted travel options it will probably see new forms of travel um you know as a species i think we're very innovative um and you know my mum she has one of these scooters you know like the kids have and and she doesn't use it very often, but she always looks brilliant on it, you know, like gliding along. And I think, you know, traveling like that in ways that we're not going to be affecting the environment so much are absolutely the way forward. You know, not lots of 
cycling on bikes, uh, roller skating, inline skating, uh, running, skipping. I can see all of these things really making a comeback because we're going to have to get rid of our cars, get rid of the planes, get rid of the trains and get used to and find the joy in our local communities once more. So thank you very much. I'm going to wrap that up there and try and keep this to exactly an hour. Um, I really hope you've enjoyed it. If you've got any comments or feedback, I always welcome feedback and connection. The best way to find me is Instagram, Midheaven Moon Rising. And I'm going to love you and leave you. I'll see you again really soon.